0: I'm James Erfine, and welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. It is great to be with you on Labor Day. Hopefully you had a great weekend, enjoyed it, uh, got to hang out with your friends, family, and had some time off. Um, It's been exciting. If you pay attention to the Bengals, obviously they've made some moves. We'll talk about all of them today. I wanted to take a second, though, and thank each and every one of you, because what Labor Day is is it kind of marks the end of summer. You look back on the past few months and just from a a podcast perspective and and just this show and what we do here, it's been a very exciting lead up to week one, a very exciting lead up to the 2018 season and I'm excited to talk with you each and every day. This is the only Daily Bengals podcast out there and uh, you guys have made this certainly uh, a bigger show than I had ever, honestly, than I had ever imagined when David Locke a couple years ago asked me to be a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I wasn't sure what it was going to be, how it was going to do, uh, how many Bengals fans would want to listen. And we have listeners from the U.K., from Australia, uh, Alaska, uh, Canada, all, all over the globe. It's not just a, a country. Well, we, we obviously have listeners all over the country. It's not just Cincinnati. But it's all over the globe, and I just wanted to thank each and every one of you. Take a second to do that. And, um, yeah, it, it's it's going to be a fun fun season that I can buy into completely. I don't think you myself or anyone else is going to be nearly as frustrated this year as we've been in years past watching this team. Even if they win seven games, I think they're going to be fun to watch. And that's very important when you're carving out three or four hours out of your Sunday afternoon, out of your Sunday night, out of your Monday night or your Thursday night to watch something you need to be entertained. And I think that this team, regardless of the results is going to be entertained. They've made a lot of moves over the weekend. We will discuss all of them, from Michael Johnson to what Marvin Lewis said about bringing Michael Johnson back, plus their cuts. We'll discuss those. In Christian Hackenberg, you guys really have an issue with this? We'll talk about that as well on today's podcast. A quick reminder, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast, including LockedOnBengals.com. I'm on Twitter, at James Erpine. We're on Twitter as well as a podcast at Locked on Bengals. Let's dive into things because the Bengals, they made moves over the past couple of days. Where to start? Um, let's talk about it. They cut down to 53. I think the biggest surprise cut was Michael Johnson. That was a guy, if you listen to the podcast regularly, that I thought was going to make it. They had shed some salary and he got cut and it was like, ooh. And then I heard some whispers instantly, minutes after the news was announced that he got released. And it was, yeah, he's probably getting brought back. And I tweeted out, hey, here are the names to keep an eye on. And it was Ryan Hewitt, TJ Johnson, Michael Johnson. And I couldn't say who, um, but naturally, Michael Johnson was the one to watch. He got brought back. If you were following it over the weekend, um, it seemed kind of inevitable that that was going to happen. So let me break down why. Because it's, it's, very, it's not super complex, but it can be if you don't get the right explanation or, or it's simplified. So it's pretty simple. The Bengals only had 53 roster spots. A lot of the players that they cut to go from 90 to 53 have to go through a waiver process because they're young players. They're not vested veterans. If you're a vested veteran in the NFL, you don't go through the waiver process. Like Michael Johnson. He didn't go through waivers. No team could claim him. He just instantly became a free agent when the Bengals moved on. Same thing with Ryan Hewitt. Same thing with TJ Johnson. So that's why those three guys are mentioned. And the Bengals wanted to keep around um, Devontae Harris, the, the corner out of Illinois State that they drafted back in April. Now he's injured. They didn't want to put him on IR for the entire year. They want to bring him back, hopefully at some point this season. So the NFL has this list, and I'm sure you're aware of it. It's the the injured reserve list, but you can designate to return. And it's a a separate list from injured reserve. So like Matt Barkley was placed on injured reserve. This IR return list is separate. And to get on that list, you need to be on the active 53-man roster for 24 hours. So the only way Harris was going to get on that list as if he made the first 53-man roster for one day. So what the Bengals did is they, I assume here, they talked to Michael Johnson and said, look, we're going to let you go. We want you back. You're going to become a free agent. We'll bring you back at the same money, which according to Paul Daner of Cincinnati.com, they did. It was virtually the same. What they said is instead of risking losing someone or risking one of these younger guys getting claimed, Michael, we're going to cut you. We're going to bring you back. But we got to wait to bring you back until 24 hours passes because Devontae Harris. And so what they did is they moved Devontae Harris earlier today to the injured reserve designated to return list. So at some point this year, expect to see the the rookie corner return and come back and be on the active 53-man roster. I think that will happen at some point. Who knows? But knowing the Bengals, uh, that's something they want to get done. And then they re-signed Michael Johnson at around the same money. I hope that made sense. I wanted to explain it pretty clearly here. Um, and that So if, if let's say, someone at, at, the, at work tomorrow asked why, why would they cut him just to bring him back? And I think a lot of you are going to assume it's money. It isn't money. They brought him back at the same money. What it was is simple. They needed to keep Harris on their 53-man roster for 24 hours to get him to the injured reserve designated to return. And so they moved someone like Michael Johnson and cut him because he couldn't be claimed. You know he couldn't be claimed no, he was free to negotiate with other teams, but he couldn't be claimed. so he couldn't get swapped uh, in the Bengals state in complete control. And I thought this was interesting. Uh, I'm not going to play Marvin Lewis's entire press conference for you, but he talked about Michael Johnson, his return, and how important trust was. Uh, here's a two or three minutes. On Marvin Lewis and Michael Johnson, him going back, uh, back and forth with reporters, earlier today at Paul Brown Stadium.
1: Well, Michael was voted a captain again today. Uh, he has been one of the pillars of this football team uh, throughout, and uh, uh, you know he his play on Sundays and his preparation during the week, and uh, you know we've got some young guys at his position, uh, but but his uh, his ability and what he does and his his uh, contribution on Sunday is uh, is. Is great for this football team, great for the defense, and uh, you know he's been a, he's a great leader, uh, still is day in and day out. How much is
0: what happened this weekend about trust and relationship that you guys have, you and Michael, this team and
1: Michael? How much was that part of what made this weekend possible, even doing that? Uh, probably, probably a great deal. Yeah. How many guys on this team could you do that with and trust that they'd still? Three be or happy? four. Yeah. <laughs> it's about how, how many veterans we have. <laughs> <Right. clears throat> Michael
0: talked about how when he came in, there were guys that he saw do it when he was a rookie in O nine, there were guys he saw do it the right way. And it kind of speaks to what you've trying to build
1: here, I think it was, you know, well, right. Obviously the, you know, he had guys at his position, Robert Gathers, uh, you know, who was uh, you know, you couldn't ask for more, you know, very uh very similar to Mike and 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 his contribution, his toughness and everything day to day, playing uh day to day, playing through injury and missing very little time throughout his career. So uh, guys like that guys like a Frosty Rucker who's still playing today, who they turned around their careers a little bit, you know, by figuring things out. Uh and, and you know, Domatel was a little bit ahead of Michael. So so yeah, the room was populated with guys that uh, had 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 grown up in and, and matured into being great pros. Kind of kind of all started. when You brought forth men Yeah. When you your first, you first well, John was you know in '03 and and uh, you know John was a great mentor for these guys and obviously uh, for Michael for Frosty he still is today and uh, you know just his character and and his how he goes about his went about his business day to day to day and and, and as we know still today. Well, I knew we had to be pretty close. <laughs>
0: not now, though. Right? Well, I mean, I at, at Saturday. Yeah, right. at, the, at the actual. conference. Michael, Michael, you
1: up. It elevates a little bit, but not much. At 31, so it doesn't elevate it's very far. Um, you know, but it, it is. We have a, uh, that group of guys has played a lot of football, and uh, we have a young group that's coming behind them. That uh, their contributions over the last two or three years is quite a bit. And uh, and then we have the, the young guys who will, will play, uh, make very positive impressions with everybody this season. I'm excited about that.
0: Good stuff there. That's Marvin Lewis earlier today at Paul Brown Stadium. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Up next, I'm going to react to everything else that happened, including Christian Hackenberg, including the Bengals and the moves they made and why some people, well, they just – Shouldn't get mad about silliness. I'll get to that next on the Locked on Bengals podcast. A quick reminder here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. If you want 40% off the athletic, you can do so. Now you can read Joe Goodberry, Jay Morrison, Jay Glazer. I mean, they're stacked for NFL. And if you're looking for baseball content or NBA content, you can get it all. Any city you want uh, with the athletic that they cover. I mean, it's, it's great coverage. It's great content. And right now I can get you 40% off. Go to the athletic.com. Slash Locked on Bengals. That's going to get you 40% off, which I haven't seen around here recently. I know they have a lot of 30% promotions going on. I know they had a, uh, a 40% one going on over the weekend. I think that's about to end. But Locked on Bengals has got you covered right now. All week long, theathletic.com slash Locked on Bengals. Get yourself a hookup for 40% off your subscription. And I like what the Bengals did overall. Now I think they're the third youngest roster in the league with, with the addition of Michael Johnson. Um, but when they cut him, they were the youngest roster in the league. And I love it. I love that they moved on from Ryan Hewitt. And I know that sounds bad, right? I, you shouldn't love that, that, that someone's getting you know cut and moved on and, and fired, essentially. But ever since they signed him, they never used him. He didn't fit. It felt like a wasted roster spot. So Mason Shrek making it, I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's cool. And how about the Bengals? Over the past two years, Auden Tate, Mason Shrek, seventh-round picks, both on the 53-man roster. Think about that. Now, this team's going to be very reliant on young guys, uh, but I, I like the balance that they have because, yes, they're relying on John Ross and Joe Mixon and Carl Lawson and William Jackson and all those guys, but don't a lot of them seem ready? Like, doesn't Tyler Boyd seem ready to have a big year? Doesn't Carl Lawson seem ready for, for when the lights are the brightest? Don't these guys seem ready? I think so. So, to me, I like that they're young. And I love, 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 just a quick look ahead to Sunday, that they are three-point underdogs to Indianapolis. Now, it's in Indy, and it basically means if it was on a neutral field, it would be a pick Three-point underdogs? Andrew Luck making his debut in over a year hasn't played in a meaningful game. Get the in like a year and a half, a game that counted for something in a year and a half, that matters against that Bengals defensive line. And so, I like that a lot. Other noteworthy releases: uh, Kavari Russell, they moved on from him. Josh Shaw, they moved on from him. Russell, they snuck him onto the practice squad. Trey Carson made the 53-man roster. The Bengals did cut uh, Brian Hill, who I really liked a lot, and they offered him a practice squad spot, but he ended up going to Atlanta. The Bengals wanted to keep him. And I keep getting these Logan Woodside questions because of Christian Hackenberg. The Bengals signed Christian Hackenberg. and, And all these people are like, oh, my goodness, what are you doing, Christian Hackenberg? Yeah, Christian Hackenberg. At least he's going to be a professional. Logan Woodside doesn't deserve to be on the 53-man roster. Certainly doesn't deserve that. And I don't think he deserves to be on the practice squad. And he did get picked up by the Titans, by the way, and he's on their practice squad. And here's why I'll say this. He was a seventh-round pick. Have you ever been an intern? I have. Uh, I interned at the the very radio station that I'm talking to you right now recording this podcast at. And when you're an intern, you're a fringed nobody. I'm not trying to be mean. That is the reality. You are a nobody. What you do is what you're told, and you show up early, and you stay late, and you do whatever you need to do to show people that you care about your job and that you want a chance. Logan Woodside never did it. Half of training camp practices, he didn't practice. Now, was he injured? I don't know. Uh, there, there were times when he was clearly just not interested, and, and I just I think he had probably the worst showing. That a seventh round quarterback that's vying to just hopefully make the practice squad could have. Obviously, he had the the DUI, where I'm told he was downtown in downtown Cincinnati and uh, got pulled over. Like it's just one thing after another with that guy. It it was like there's one time he showed up to practice late and the rumor had it that uh, it, it was an excused absence, but I'm not sure. And it kind of went back and forth and it kind of got left there. I don't know. Here's what I do know. The Bengals, I, I I get it. Like Their, their standard is, is high. Any NFL team's standard's high. But they're also quick to forgive. They've forgiven a lot of players and kept them around. So if they didn't want him on the practice squad, that should tell you all you need to know. That's it. That's it. And you might say, oh, Christian Hackenberg. He was a second-round pick. Should he have been? Probably not. But it's a practice squad quarterback. So can we not worry about who the practice squad quarterback is? Seriously. like I've never in my life am I going to have another conversation about this again. It's a practice squad quarterback. That's irrelevant. That's the intern. That's the person vying for a spot one day somewhere, hopefully. So it's Christian Hackenberg. Okay. (laughs) They could replace him in a month. Who knows? But that's the reality of it. And I know I talked a lot about the Bengals bringing in an outside quarterback. I thought that was going to potentially happen. Mike Glennon stayed put. Robert Griffin the third, stayed put, made the team. There, was, there wasn't as many quarterbacks out there as I thought. How about A.J. McCarron getting traded to the Raiders? I thought that was interesting. Fifth-round pick. The Raiders are getting torched right now. What if they just don't think they can win at this moment? The idea of investing all that money into a pass rusher? I don't know, man. I, I get it. Like every, Everyone's like, oh, no, you should have got Khalil Mack. The Bears are the fourth-best team in their division. I don't like that trade for the Bears at all, at all. Sure, they get a great player, but are they close? They're the fourth-best team in their division. Are they close? They don't even have their first-round picks now. Like, that cost them. That hurts. I I don't know. I, I think people just like to torch Gruden because it's the popular thing to do. By the way, shout-out to Brandon LaFell. Landed a job in Oakland today. One-year deal, former Bengals wide receiver, Land's in Oakland. I'm James Erpine. That's going to do it for me today. Back at it tomorrow right here on the Locked On Bengals Podcast. You can subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app and wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great night. Enjoy the rest of your holiday. Back at it tomorrow. Thanks again for listening today on the Locked On Bengals Podcast.